You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. That's right. Together, we are the unofficial voices. The I don't know unbridled. <laughs> I should write this <laughs> stuff down. What's really important is that this is our first show of the month of Oddtober. Okay, Oddtober. Yes, I didn't know we were running with a. Everybody theme. knows about this. Like they've changed sure. it on most calendars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you log into your Google Assistant, yeah. you'll see Oddtober up there where it used to say October. Right. It's a big deal. We. We've got a lot of huge promotions coming. Just stay tuned to the entire episode because we're going to be dropping them in at, at all times. Prizes you can win. We are. No, of course not. I'm just trying to get her to listen to the whole thing without fast forwarding through the ad reads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there has been. All right. So I talked a few episodes ago about how we have a Discord server. We do. There is now. A, if you join that Discord server, which has links in the in our show notes to join, there is an Ask John Questions mm-hmm. uh, forum channel. I yeah. Channel. I don't know. I don't know the preferred nomenclature of Discord <laughs> nerd life, but uh, <laughs> so everybody join up and you can ask me questions, and then I'll answer some on the show here or there. And uh, I may answer some in there, but I make no promises to do anything in Discord. Yes. Everyone who's listening to this probably has access to Google. Yeah. But John knows everything. I really do. Why would you ask Google when you can ask John? I have mastered the art of sounding like I know everything. Like I speak with confidence on subjects that I have no idea about. And sometimes people believe me. It's crazy. I, know, I would say most of the time people yeah. believe and they're like, oh, John knows it's true. Sometimes <laughs> I'll listen to one of our podcasts. I will sound so convincing on something that I'll be like, do I really know that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wonder, I'll be like, well, 1066 was the Norman Conquest or whatever, which that's true, by the way. And then I'll be like, man, I don't, I don't know that. I just made that up. You know, like somebody out here listening to this is like, John is an idiot. I always try to cover my bases by saying, I don't know this, but I think <laughs> this. Maybe I should just leave that off and that's, just speak with authority. That's like when I uh, give advice to people. I'm like, look, you take it for what it's worth, okay? <laughs> yes. But I think you should invest everything you have in our authority podcast. You're like, every dime. We're going to go public in a few weeks, by the way. <laughs> EOP on your uh, New York Stock Exchange ticker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how was your week, Tiny? Very, very busy. Okay. Very busy. Mm-hmm. All right. I had an excellent week. Nice. I won $100 again. Again. Boom. I beat my boss in my weight loss competition. Lost 19.2 pounds in a month. So nice. And I'm probably just going to continue on and get skinny on everybody. Okay. People don't know. I was skinny. I weighed like 130 pounds when I graduated high school. Man, you're really putting the pressure on. (laughs) (laughs) On you? Yeah. No. No. Like, if you were to get skinny, we would have to find a new nickname for you. You couldn't be tiny anymore. We have to call you like Slim or something. (laughs) Slim. You know? And we don't have to want to rebrand a John and Slim. Well, I will never be skinny. I think you're probably okay as far as that goes. At your height, because you are a massive human being. Like you're like even without any weight, (laughs) you are just a huge person, like pro wrestler size, you know? (laughs) Right. Uh, that you could carry a lot of weight and it still looks fine. Mm-hmm. You know, not me. And I, I do. I'm skinny and <laughs> I, I put on a lot of weight. <laughs> I put on a little bit of weight and I look like I'm about to die of a diabetic or go into a diabetic coma. Yeah. So it's probably better for me. I really feel like my wife would like me to be skinnier. You know, like what? she didn't marry a chubby guy. 
She at all, you know. So I need to respect her and get back to at least being a normal size person. Well, now we're John and Tiny. What if we rebranded you as like Big John or something? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Big John and Tiny. (laughs) Well, look, a few ladies out there already call me that. (laughs) I just want to say, including my wife. All right. So uh, (laughs) it may may work, may not. I don't know, but. uh, yeah, we could do that. So, anyways, I had an excellent week. Went hiking. Just got off the trail like a few hours ago and got home. 2020 is going great for me. I know it's been crappy for a lot of people, but 2020 has been year number one. Best year I've had in a very long time. <laughs> nice. You know, now, tragedy may be coming around the corner because that's how life works. Right. It just waits to crouch it in the dark to kick you in the groin and let remind you that life sucks. <laughs> so, But up until now, I've, I've been all in on 2020. Good. Yeah. I'm glad somebody's enjoying it, which yeah. mine hadn't been terrible. Yeah. Other than just what we've all suffered together. Yeah, but I mean, all right, I'm going to sound really insensitive, which is par for the course for the podcast. <laughs> but if staying at home is like the worst <laughs> that happens to you because of the virus or whatever, right. then you ain't really got it bad. Like mm-hmm. if that's bothering people out there, like I've been at home, like you ain't got it that bad then. I mean, I haven't been able to go to my favorite restaurant in a while. Okay. That's pretty bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's it. Like, I haven't ever go to the movies. I can't go to the bar I, and granted, get a there's people in Africa who are right. wondering if they're going to be able to find clean water today or not. Exactly. That's but they don't understand the struggle. See, they're used to finding water every day. Yeah, I try to remind myself of that fact. Like, no matter how bad it is, I got it pretty doggone good. Yes. I think people forget that. Also, I mean, they say that it's a common... I don't even want to say misconception because I actually think it's true. But, you know, the rest of the world thinks that the Americans are rich. Yeah. And if you're one of those people who are well, surviving I, on a right. on a small income, yeah, you still have it better right. than 90% of the rest of the world. But I yeah. want to remind everyone, I've recently identified as rich. So, right. you know, I've came out of the closet as a rich person. So one percent, us one percenters here, gotcha. we're, we're having a pretty good 2020. Uh, I wanted to briefly mention that uh, about your fortune telling abilities, because on my memories of <laughs> yes. on Facebook the other day from two or three years ago, Tiny was pumping uh, Amy Comey. What's her name? Amy, Amy Comey Barrett. Yeah, Barrett as a Supreme Court nominee. Back when they were nominating Kavanaugh. Before anybody was on that train, Tiny <laughs> yes. was on that train. So Tiny, basically a Trump advisor and uh, <laughs> has has worked for years to get her installed on the Supreme Court. It's finally come to fruition. Right. Yes. And all it. I had to do was murder an 80-something-year-old <laughs> lady. <laughs> that's a joke. That is a joke. But I was thinking, you know, like, uh, like okay, like Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg, great on all accounts as far as a legal mind and uh, paving the way historically for mm-hmm. women and everything. I take nothing away from her. Also, I feel like she's a little selfish. Like, she should have retired when Obama was in office and let him Why up. Why didn't she? I don't know. I feel like she's a little selfish. She liked the spotlight a little bit. She's on, like, Colbert yeah. doing workouts with him and stuff. I just feel like maybe hmm. maybe she enjoyed the spotlight a little too much. She didn't want to let go of it. As we found on this podcast, you get a little taste of celebrity. You don't want to let it go. That's why I show up every week. <laughs> it's for the two or three people who are going to mention it. <laughs> for our dozens and dozens of listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that uh, Babylon B? they had a story last week that said Trump's di- dying wish <laughs> is to confirm Amy Comey Barrett canceling out Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> but Trump, well, we want to go ahead and get into Trump. Yeah, we got some odd news. But the first thing we were going to talk about, and we don't even have a story here for this. I don't think we really need yeah. one because everybody knows. But our president, you know, 2020, I mean, is going great for John. It is, by the way. <laughs> I want to say again, thank you, Jesus. For- but if, if things couldn't get crazier than they are, right after the, can you even call it a debate? I think it was a Facebook argument between (laughs) boomers on national tv i don't know who posted it It was like two rednecks fighting outside of a red lobster (laughs) i I think red lobster is a little too high class for that it's more it's more like two rednecks fixing a fight in the parking lot outside of ryan's steakhouse (laughs) (laughs) i miss ryan's steakhouse by the way i wish we still have one But yeah, there was that crazy Facebook argument, and then like a night or two later, Trump tweeted out that uh, 
that he had coronavirus. That he had coronavirus. Yeah. His like advisor got it first. Ho Picks. Ho Picks, yes. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Biden tweeted, well, why don't you just shoot some Clorox into your arm, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of the things we said while we were uh, hiking. Where we were hiking, there's no cell service. Mm-hmm. No internet of any kind, of course. And uh, we said, what would be the biggest surprise when we come out of the woods, Alabama lost to Texas A&M, or President Trump died and Mike Pence is now our president? Who, what would you be more surprised For a couple of? months. Yeah. And uh, the bigger surprise to me would have been if Alabama lost. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. You know, like, I would have been more shocked by that. But, uh, you know, I, I hope the president gets better. I don't... I think he will. Yeah. I mean... Brendan Eddie beat it. He has... The nation's top medical oh, yeah. assistant. They here. got him at the hospital quick too, and they know? also announced that they're giving him a experimental That's treatment right. for it. Yeah, I'm assuming it's probably that hydroxychloroquine. They gave or my whatever. dad that. By Did the they way. really? Yeah, they and gave it my didn't dad kill that. him instantly. No, he's alive and doing well. Well, that's because you can't kill Eddie Long though. <laughs> he's like the Terminator. Well, there was that, and also this was hydroxychloroquine that actually came as a medicine prescribed by a doctor from a lab somewhere, not like fish chemicals <laughs> right, from Walmart. Drinking fish chemicals. Yes, yeah, I remember that. I forgot <laughs> yes. all about that. Do you said it? Yeah, but yeah. So I, I wish him a speedy recovery. A lot of people are very happy he got sick, though. I got to say that. That's a little uh, mean. Mean. But a lot of people were mad when old uh, RBG died or happy when RBG died, too. So it just depends on what side of the, it does. I the mean, aisle you sit on, which is sad to say. And I, we were talking about this in the Discord last week, but it's, it's team sports. Politics yeah. oh, has become yeah. team sports. That's all yes. it is. Well, the thing that bothers me the most about uh, politics, People, you know, people yeah. that are really into politics, they like to look down their nose at us that love sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we sports fans, like <laughs> right. we're lesser people or something. Like, how can you bother yourself with trivial issues like sports when all this important stuff's going on? I'm like, we're just the same. We're alike. You know, you you and me are the same. Especially when you have like an election watch party. Oh, yeah. And you're wearing your candidate's t shirt. <laughs> That's right. How is that? No any different, different from no a Super different. Bowl party? That's exactly right. <laughs> it's no different. Yes. Which we're not working with the with the college kids anymore. I don't guess, but that oh, was y'all. A, I, no one's asked us to do anything. Okay, <laughs> but that was an amazing workaround on our part last year, having a Super Bowl party for the college kids, so I <laughs> yes. could actually watch the Super Bowl. Because if you're Baptist, you can't miss church for the Super Bowl, or you mm-hmm. don't love Jesus. That's you just the way hell. it works. Yeah. Yes, that's right. You'll be in hell. You and Roger Goodell will be in hell together. <laughs> that's just the way it works. Because he is mad at Jesus and has football on Sundays. So, but yeah, I, you know, speedy recovery to the president. He's one of our biggest fans. People forget when he tweeted about us a while ago, you know, <laughs> that has been a couple of years ago. Been a while. Been a long time ago. They called us fake news, you <laughs> know, did. I'm still a little upset about that. <laughs> Go back. You can find our Twitter, which is uh underscore earth oddity. And you can find it, you know, where he tweeted at us. Uh, still open invitation for him to come on the show at any time and apologize to us. <laughs> yeah, or not apologize. <laughs> you know, one of the things I heard somebody say about the debate, and it was like the most spot on thing I heard is like when, uh, you know, when Trump walked off the stage, he was probably to himself like, man, I killed that. I just blew it out of the water. <laughs> never been a greater debate ever in the history of the world. You know, again, kind of, you know, piggybacking on the whole politics of sports now. The first thing I noticed the next day was if you were Democrat, you said Joe won, and right. if you were Republican, you said Trump <laughs> Absolutely, won. Absolutely, yeah. To me, as an independent, I felt like neither one of them right. won. They both looked like a couple right. of well, boomers just yelling at each other. I mean, and granted, yes, Trump, very aggressive. He started it. Sure. He continually interrupted Joe Biden. Just a jerk, yeah. one of my honest opinions sure. about it. But Joe Biden, he, he jumped right in there with him, yeah. you know, called, told him to shut up, called him a clown. <laughs> Called him a whatever. Yeah, he called him a clown or something else, too, that wasn't very presidential mm-hmm. candidate lot. But if at this point you're watching the debate and you're undecided, <laughs> right. yeah, just go throw yourself off a bridge. OK, like yes. where have you been for forever? I would like to remind everybody that Kanye West is yeah. running a write-in right. campaign. You can write in my father, too. You know, <laughs> that's who I'll be yeah. writing in once again. Because he's the only person I really trust to run the country. Mm-hmm. And I, he'd be better than both of those clowns. So, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about some odd news. Oh, that was our first story, I guess. Oh, okay. So, you want me to kick <laughs> yeah. this off? All right. Well, like I said, speedy recovery to the president. I don't want anybody to, to die or anything. Mm-hmm. 
I'm anti-death. I'm on the record. On this podcast, I'm anti-death in all forms. Right. Only only people I want to die are the ones God decide needs to die. This may be Trump's time. I don't know. <laughs> if it is, I hope he's read two Corinthians. <laughs> two Corinthians. <laughs> and a couple of three books before that, too. All right? Maybe hit Romans up. Somebody needs to be reading it to him right now, <laughs> just in case, okay? Yeah. Let's go down the Romans road with him. Just make sure everything's set. All right? Oh, yeah. This is your time to shine. <laughs> That's right. And look, who would love having more than President Trump? Everything's gold, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's ornate. Like, that's where he needs to be. He's going to feel at home there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pence, you need to be in there doing some work with him. Okay. All right. Well, let's start off here. This is from uh, The Independent. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Irish news is okay. what this is says. An elderly woman who is 71 is uh, the suspected getaway driver for a burglar gang. <laughs> really? That's the best you could do? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like you could Uber a getaway driver <laughs> better than that. Like, you see, you know, every old lady, and I don't know when women get to the point where they all, at least in the South, in Baptist churches, they all have that same hairstyle. It's like a <laughs> like a helmet, you know, on their head. Yeah. Like, imagine all you see is like some lady driving like 45 <laughs> with that like helmet hairdo and a bunch of dudes in ski mask in the backseat. <laughs> um, Gardai? I don't know. G-A-R-D-A-I with an accent mark. Is that her name? Is that like an old lady name? I think this is a name for some sort of police force. Okay. Um, have arrested a 71. 70- we should do a little more research. <laughs> you know, like I should have prepared more, but don't expect. We set the bar very low at our thought. <laughs> yeah. And we repeatedly fall short, but we don't we don't get to the quality content till we get to like the paid yeah part right. of the show. No, when you pay, it's it's different. We have researched, we've got notes, everything. Any Patreon listener will tell you. Yes. Um. Anyways, they've arrested a 71 year old bed and breakfast owner suspected of ferrying a gang of younger criminals across the country to carry out an aggravated bull, bull, burglary. Oh, I don't know why I had trouble saying that. Is that a service that she offers at the bed and breakfast? <laughs> Maybe so. Like, we'll give you a place to stay. We'll cook you breakfast in the morning. If you need a getaway driver, <laughs> we can do that, too. The female pensioner was arrested this week, along with her younger associates, as part of an investigation into a daylight break-in at home in Mulliger County, Westmeath. Last month's burglary happened about 2 p.m. on Saturday. Of course, you know, she got to get to bed after the 6.30 news goes off. <laughs> she can't be out all night ferrying kids around. Um, when a number of people broke into a private home in the Bellanina area. Nice. The raiders then searched through the property and stole a number of personal items before taking the keys to the homeowner's car and driving off. On Thursday, detectives carried out searches in the mid in a Midlands town after identifying a number of suspects. It's understood that the Garda also sees items linked to the investigation um, that will now be examined. The Irish Independent has learned that one of those who was in custody was a 71-year-old woman who owns a bed and breakfast. They say she was involved driving two younger associates to and from the scene of last month's aggravated burglary. Now, that just seems like a meme all that some grandson's probably tricked. Like, hey, Grandma, can you give me a ride over to Chuck's or whatever mm-hmm. and wait for me with the engine running? She's like, who? Yeah. Chuck's? Oh, I know his mama. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh says the two men were 28 and 45 and are also from the same towns as uh, as the lady is. Uh, a source says the two lads are more known for drug offenses, but it's suspected that from time to time they carry out burglaries and robberies. Now, having known several meth heads, it's a hobby. <laughs> yeah, having known several meth heads, they will steal. You know, yes. they will break in and and steal stuff. So, drug. I don't. Even if you're into drugs, I think burglary goes hand in hand with that. It goes on to say, "What's uh, that old saying? Uh, an addict and his gold will soon part." <laughs> The source, confidential source, says it's a strange dynamic uh, in that you have an essentially three different unrelated generations suspected of involvement in this crime. They are all linked to the business that the woman runs and is being looked at if she was essentially a getaway driver for this and other burglaries. So, meanwhile, I was out driving the car, and I feel like if she owned a bed and breakfast, like maybe, maybe she was in debt or something, and they were like, 
just help us and we'll give you a couple thousand dollars or maybe, whatever. Or maybe they just tricked her. Tricked her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, like old people get tricked on scams all the time. They'll give their social security number out over the phone willy nilly. Yeah. Like it ain't nothing. Yeah. Pin number. Yeah. Pin number. Everything. All of that. But yeah, I just picture, you know, in a big Lincoln Town car or something. <laughs> yes. They're like 45 <laughs> away from the crime scene. Yeah. I'm not mean, using a blanker ever. I mean, well, here's just a thought, just a quick thought. If you can duck down in the back of the yeah of the car, maybe that's the perfect getaway. That's vehicle. true. Yeah, you know? if a cop's come because if come I'm a police by, dry, yeah. Yeah, and I and I, if for say say I don't have they got to park far enough away. Say I don't have a make and model of the getaway car. Right. I'm not thinking. My first thought is not, hey, 71 year old lady. Yeah. That meme all over there right. is the one is no. the getaway driver. No, she's probably going to get some cornmeal in, you know, at the grocery <laughs> store or something, right? Yes. She's going to make biscuits in the morning. You got to get flour and cornmeal for cornbread. And all I'm not going to bother her. Yeah. No, not going to bother her. That's a dead end. If you're, a <laughs> you got to find the suspects that are fleeing, you know, yes. and they're not, certainly not riding the 71 year old woman. I kind of like an idea this night. I, I'm just sitting here thinking, man, I should have been a criminal. Yeah. A few more years, I could probably talk my mom into this. Why are all like the stupid people are the ones who decide <laughs> to be criminals? I don't know. Well, I mean, because they're stupid, you yeah. know. I mean, we should, but we're smart, though. Right. We could probably succeed at least a few times. I, I think I've said on this podcast before, I feel like I could pull off a bank robbery. We only need one big score. <laughs> I was I feel like I could pull off a bank robbery. I've watched Point Break enough. I think I could do it. Okay, we'll talk more about this in the ex- in the patrons <laughs> extension. I need, to, I need to learn how to surf. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. that's my number one thing. I need to learn how to surf. Uh, well, our next story here. Speaking of uh, memals, how about this headline? I'm just going to read the headline and let you react to this. This comes from USA Today. Meet Lady Ninja, the 67 year old who beat up a man attacking her friend and saved her life. <laughs> wow. This is a senior citizen special, you know, yes. it's called, this is the early bird earth oddity. <laughs> this comes, this happened in Fontana, California it says her martial art skills may not be quite what they once were, but still you don't mess with lady ninja. Authorities say that's a lesson a California man learned painfully after he began shoving around an 82 year old woman at a Fontana apartment building. Oh man, the people that beat up on old folks—they yeah. bother me a lot. Yes, yeah. I, like the only thing that could be worse would be like you know people who do things to kids. Yeah, right. They're it's like one in the same. One, yeah. maybe one just a half, one B, a, right. half a step yeah. above the people that do yeah. stuff to Don't kids. Don't be hitting on the old people. No, that gives me mad. Well, fortunately, the woman's sixty-seven-year-old friend Lorenza Marujo. Jumped into the fray with a swift kick, Ooh. a finger-bending maneuver there, and a couple of solid elbow smashes to the sternum, and it was all over. <laughs> <laughs> Police arrived to find him on the floor with one of the lady's knees on his neck. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's problematic, Meemaw. <laughs> I know you're from a different generation. She's not law enforcement. <laughs> she can use this move. True. <laughs> And anyway, her up and then uh, the other knee was on his chest. So she's got one on his neck and one on his chest. She likes being called Lady Ninja, and she has a black belt in jujitsu. Okay. She was in her third floor apartment Monday when she heard screams coming from a neighbor's unit, and she went to investigate. There, she said she found a man attacking her 82-year-old friend, Elizabeth McRae. Marujo, who stands only 4 foot 10 inches and weighs 100 pounds, didn't hesitate to mix it up with the younger five foot nine, one hundred seventy pound assailant. Uh, I had to bend his fingers back to get him off of her. She told the Press Enterprise of Riverside. He was screaming because that's one of my techniques. <laughs> the old finger bend. Yeah. <laughs> then I went boom with my elbow twice in his sternum. Uh, San Bernardino County Jail records show that Donald Robert Prestwood, fifty nine, was in jail Wednesday. For investigation of felony elder abuse, Fontana police officer Janine Vinzer said authorities are continuing to investigate and it's possible he could face additional charges. No court date was immediately scheduled and it wasn't immediately known if Prestwood had retained an attorney. I'm assuming probably, probably not. Yeah. Beating up on old lady, you yeah. probably don't you have, probably one. have one on a retainer. <laughs> yes, know? probably not. No. Shortly before the attack, Marujo said that Prestwood, who once lived in the same apartment building, had shown up at her place appearing intoxicated 
and saying that he was looking for his girlfriend. Oh, wow. Uh, she said that she chased him away with a baseball bat. Hmm. Uh, she once worked as a security guard, and she began studying martial arts nearly 40 years ago for personal protection. Still, she complained that after the attack, that she wasn't as sharp in battle as she could have been. I'm getting rusty in places, she said, adding she would have done more damage if she had been a bit better prepared. I wouldn't think a little lady would have the power to do this. Police were impressed, too, although they warned that in many instances, it's much safer to just call and let the professionals handle things. Which, yes, it's safer, but this lady needed her help. Yeah. You know. Right. Praise God she was there to help her. You catch a, like, kitten heel from Meemaw right to the chest (laughs) with a kick, that's going to hurt. Yeah. She was really being kind that she went for his sternum and not other parts of the sensitive areas of male anatomy. But I want to say right now, I think I could beat up a 67-year-old woman. (laughs) Well, now look at this picture. Okay. You think you could take her? Heck yeah. (laughs) I could. I could. She does have a black belt in jiu-jitsu. It'll be a... She'll give me a run for my money, you know, I feel like. But I think I could get her, yeah. I think I could. Oh, man. I wonder if she, I wonder if we could organize some kind of sparring match. I don't know. But that picture, man, that looks like the Crypt Keeper. You know, it does. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean about a hero. I will admit, when I first saw the picture, I thought this was a picture of the 87-year-old lady. Yeah, she, she put some years, she put some miles on that body. She's lived a rough life. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently, she'd been in a fight or two, too, you know? I mean, jiu-jitsu, a lifetime of jiu-jitsu will take its toll. I guess so. What is I don't know exactly what jiu-jitsu is. I'm not up on all the martial arts. I know karate, right? right? Like Cobra Kai and all that. <laughs> yes. But I don't know all the subsets. I know Thomas took Taekwondo for a little while. Yes. And that's just mainly supposed to be kicking, I think. I believe uh, jiu-jitsu is more grappling. Okay. Like wrestling? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like that. Okay. Now, again, well, you know what? Uh, Screw that. Yeah. Screw that. I know what it is. No, that's 100%. That's what it is. Confirmed. 100% confirmed. We don't don't even call in and tell us we're wrong because we know we're not. I am a martial arts expert. (laughs) Yes, you are. I have watched uh, (laughs) Kung Fu Hustle. You've, like 10 times on slow-mo. You've owned several throwing stars in your life <laughs> yeah. and probably a butterfly knife if I had to guess, right? My brother had a butterfly knife that I stole from him okay. after I beat him up <laughs> using my monkey crab style. <laughs> monkey crab style? <laughs> yes. I knew a woman had that one time. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> COVID. This is how the headline reads. COVID. <laughs> Colon. God, COVID in the cold. <laughs> that's the worst place to get it, by the way. I got another story that relates to that in a little bit. The COVID colon. God may punish Nepal for canceling rights, religious leaders warn. So John MacArthur has made it to Nepal <laughs> and started there, which I want to say, I'm not a huge MacArthur fan. Like, I know people that mm. they worship John MacArthur like they should be worshiping Jesus, I'll say, you know? <laughs> right. I think he's a great guy and everything, yeah. but uh, I've never been a huge fan of his, but I think he's he's dead to right on all this. Like, I right. can find no reason to disagree with mm-hmm. him. All right. Just want to get on record before somebody writes him a letter and he's talking about Earth Hottie. Actually, write him a letter. <laughs> Now that I think about it, and tell him that I don't like you, okay? <laughs> yes. We, and tell him, John said, go home, John MacArthur. Right. Now, now, what's the opposite of Calvinism? Ar- Ar- Arminianism? Yes. Yeah. Tell him I'm one of them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I invite him to debate me, okay? Yeah. On Earth Oddity Podcast. <laughs> and he has to stay six feet away and wear a mask. Okay. <laughs> uh, temples are closing and math, mass gatherings are prohibited following a lockdown since March. Officials say it's unlikely restrictions will be lifted ahead of major festivals like Dashan and Tihar, which fall during the months of October and November, respectively. I assume that's Halloween that's, that's and Thanksgiving. Nepa, that's Nepalese Fall Festival. That's, that's what right. that is. <laughs> Nepalese <laughs> Fall Festival. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's 100% what it is, confirmed. Right. Yeah, that's 100%. Tiny knows. <laughs> uh, Nepal, with its unique juxtaposition of Hindu and Buddhist culture and lifestyle, has seen few festivities during the pandemic. 
In the capital of Kathmandu, rituals including chariot proceedings involving large crowds to honor different deities were either canceled or reduced to small ceremonies. So last month, clashes broke out in southern Kathmandu uh, after angry protesters. This must be the southern southern Buddhists, <laughs> <laughs> southern Buddhists down there. These are uh, these are conservative Buddhists. <laughs> That's right, evangelical Buddhists <laughs> defiled the government's lockdown orders to attend Rato Makandrian. I don't know Jada. Something like that. That's it. Yeah, I nailed it. <laughs> Credit to me for pronouncing that exactly like it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, which is that's a that's a chariot procession, which is to honor the god of farming. In case y'all didn't know that, yeah, right, yeah, but we knew it. We knew that. Of that's course. for the listeners. Tiny and I know all about this. The ritual was conducted later on a much smaller scale and with a police presence. Uh, the main priest, whose name is Kapil Bashar, <laughs> I gotta quit picking Asian <laughs> stories. <laughs> I gotta quit picking them. Uh, his name's Ka- we're just gonna call him Kapil. Uh, the main priest leading the Rado Mahagradran Jata uh, says is very irresponsible of the government to curb religious activities. My family has been conducting the ritual for centuries. I feel very sad that in my tenure, I was not allowed to carry out the chariot procession. As far as I know, it has never been canceled before. The 72-year-old added, I believe that Nepal is a sacred home for gods if the gods are angry, we will land into more severe problems than coronavirus. I have a serious objection against the Nepali government's control of religion, which bounds on the sinful as far as I'm concerned. And if we don't straighten up our act, the U.S. might bomb us. No, I'm just kidding. I added that. <laughs> uh, but we will lob a bomb every once in a while, just somewhere. Just like it's been a while since we dropped a bomb on somebody. I was about to say, credit to Donald Trump. Yeah, right. The guy who's going to light the world on fire, surprisingly, has not gotten the U.S. in any, any conflict. That's And has actually actively withdrawing troops from the areas <laughs> yeah. we were had conflict in yeah. and refused to send troops to Syria, too. He, he did drone strike this one dude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Soleimani. Yes. But other than that, he's been pretty yeah. laid back about the whole <laughs> war thing. <laughs> Excuse me. But that's true. I mean, everybody said he was going to get us in World War Three. Now, we still got a little time still left. still got some time. Yeah. But we may start it as soon as he gets out of the hospital. He could wake up after like a fever dream. <laughs> right. like one of those COVID nightmares. <laughs> and he could order nuke strikes. So uh, another businessman by the name of Baba Ruja, who's 38 years old, also believes that the Nepalese government's decision is hurting people's religious sentiments. I have a strong belief in religion, and I think not getting engaged in religious activities can invite a bad omen. In my view, elderly people are more eager to visit religious places. If the government continues restrictions, people will have mental health issues. So So this is basically... This is California and Nepal. Nepalese Gavin Gavin Newsom <laughs> saying that churches can't sing and meet, right. and then on the other side you've got Nepalese John MacArthur saying we're we're going to meet, we're going to meet, we serve all these other gods and not you, <laughs> right? Yes. Nepalese Gavin Newsom. <laughs> yes. So I'm not sure how uh, Nepal is structured with you know freedom of religion mm-hmm. and all that, um, but they're having the, some of the same problems that. A lot of churches in the U.S. are having, too, which right. is the government doesn't want gatherings of people. And um, we are commanded by our holy scriptures to gather. Yes. You know, that is one of the things we're we're commanded to do. And I think most churches around the U.S. put it on hold for a while out of a sense of citizenship. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we got to serve our God. That's the number one dude we're answering to. Well, I mean, it's, it's that or close the door. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this, but. Churches are typically operated out of donations. Right. And if people aren't meeting, most of the time they're not right. getting the, the, the same donations. That's true. Now, that sentence makes it sound like we're really just wanting to get some money <laughs> rolling in. And I don't think that is the direction we need to allow this conversation to go. Because our church actually had an increase in ties right. while we were closed. Because people, I think, realized that it was going to be, mm-hmm. there were going to be certain budgets that we would need to meet. Yes. And uh, stepped up and gave, and that's great. But 
Bug Tussle Baptist Church in Walker County, Alabama, that has a membership of 20 people, they mm-hmm. just got to pay the power bill, you know, right. and, and minister in their local community. And if people can't, they're not set up for online giving and all that stuff, then it's a little more difficult for them to do that. Yeah. And that true, because I mean, another thing, this isn't, the church doesn't just have church on Sunday and like pay their staff. Right. That, that money goes to other stuff too. Right. And you know what? Your local food. Well, unless you're Olstein's church, right? <laughs> well, right. <laughs> okay. But most churches, like your local church down the street, you know, yeah. there's a good chance if uh, if people quit giving, that community's food kitchen. Exactly. They yeah, run food out bank. of, uh, you know, beans to hand out to people. Exactly. Or, or they may run out of uh, something. You see what I'm saying? There's, right. There's a, there's a lot industries. of stuff that happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one. Like people who don't believe in God, I have no problem with you not believing in God. I mean, I wish you would, mm-hmm. but um, if you don't, I don't think you're a horrible person or anything. What I hate is the people who like want to just end church together. And you're like, well, I mean, the church, the church does a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we do a yes. whole lot of good stuff. Now, we got our problems. You Absolutely. Know? We're not perfect, but we do a whole lot of good stuff all over the country. And, and I know some people think that only major cities and major churches matter, but like, Bug Tussle Baptist Church is doing something for the people around them, yeah. you know, every week for somebody, mm-hmm. whether it's a food closet or um, giving out jackets to kids in the winter or whatever. You know, I mean, it happens all over the U.S. and it's a it's a major thing. And kudos to our Catholic brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. The Catholic Church does a ton. You know, I would say them and the Baptists we're we're toting the load in this. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can see some of y'all other ones step up a little bit more. And the reason you don't hear about it is because there's a verse in the Bible that you know, Jesus says, when you're giving, don't let your left hand know what your right is doing. Right. I.e., yes. don't don't give because you don't want to receive praise from men. You want right. to you want to give and do stuff because you just want to be faithful to God and what he commands us to do. Right. But the bad side of that is when people don't see that. You get people saying, hey, church is dumb, organized religion is dumb, right. and we should just do away with it. Right, yeah. Right, no, and that's the thing. I, I think it's a very short-sighted view on their part. Like, even if we are just up, play a dress-up or mm-hmm. whatever here at church, in their opinion, just let us do our thing, because we're going to help a lot of people who need help. Right. You know, a lot of disadvantaged people. So just let us do our thing. Get off our back. And okay? if you don't like people knocking on your door at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning, it's annoying. Yeah, I get it. Right. But if you tell them to go away, most of the time they right. won't come back. Yeah, they'll be. They're going to focus their efforts somewhere else. Believe me, Southern Baptists need very little reason <laughs> to, to not go out and knock on doors. Okay, right? No, yeah. <laughs> and I think that I will say Southern Baptists are realizing that the knock on door approach is not as effective as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like there are other ways to reach people with the message now. Uh, it's taken us a good twenty years to get on board, <laughs> but we're 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 getting better at it. Well, we see those you know Mormons yeah. and Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah. and they are so boy, faithful. they will pound the pavement. You I know? have I have heard many messages saying, "Well, if you love Jesus as, yeah. as much as these Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses yeah, why do, ain't why ain't you out there yeah, knocking on doors? Big, right? Yeah. Well, so. you know, but um, Generation X, which I'm a part of, mm-hmm. we want to be left alone more than anything. Yeah, that's true. You know, and you're going to turn people off more and more mm-hmm. by bothering them, what they consider to be bothered, no matter what your message is. So just leave us alone. Send us a card. Put something on the Internet we can check out on ourselves, <laughs> and we'll make a decision whether we want to show up or not. John, I have a horrible story here, Okay. Rick Moranis was randomly punched in the head by a man in New York City. Okay. All right. I is saw that, a lot of people upset about that this. That is like, that's got to be the worst. Now, this is worse than Trump having coronavirus. <laughs> you know that, right? I, uh, I've said this before we got on there is that I, I don't care don't about Rick. Do <laughs> don't you do it? I don't care about Rick Moranis. I don't. He did I, it. I don't know Rick Moranis. I mean, I know he was in some movies and stuff, like Honey, some I Shrunk movies. the Kids too, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's he was in I don't have like any emotional connection to Rick one, Moranis. two, and three. Thank you very much. <laughs> the outrage I saw over this is like I just couldn't believe it. I was like, why are people so upset about Rick Moranis? Because he's the key master. What does this matter? Rick <laughs> that's a movie, Tiny. <laughs> yes. You know? 
And people get randomly punched all the time, and I never see anybody really get that upset over it. Yes, but this time it's Rick Moranis. <laughs> but you don't know Rick Moranis. <laughs> I know him from his you movies. You know who he is, but you don't know Rick I Moranis. I know he, who he <laughs> pretends to be in films. Any more than you know the dude like that got hit in the head three blocks over. You know, that, that, that was random citizen guy. That dude had it coming, okay? I, I think it's all <laughs> fake. I think all of y'all are fake. I, I mean, I, oh, Rick, I don't even know what's wrong with him. You know, <laughs> he got like, punched in the head. Well, yeah, but I mean, did he have like a brain bleed or something? Or is he just like take a punch and go on about his life? Well, let's just dive like, into I've our been punched question. in the head before, this? and I was okay. I mean, except for the my mental problems that I have now. It says here that the attack occurred in broad daylight just before 7.30 a.m. on Central Park West near 70th Street, the New York Police Department said. Video taken from surveillance cameras show the suspect walk towards Moranis, who was 67 years old. I mean, okay. we're talking about punching whole people. That's right. Yeah. How horrible that is. I'm, I'm a walking contradiction, by the way. <laughs> Apparently, attacking the elderly people is totally okay as, have, as long as it's Rick Moranis. I have more sympathy for old people I don't know who they are. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, punched him in the head and knocked him to the ground. Okay. It punched him so hard it knocked him to the ground. It don't take much to knock a sixty-seven year old <laughs> to the ground, unless you're lady ninja or granny ninja, <laughs> whatever she was. Ninja, yes. <laughs> uh, Moranis's management and lawyers confirmed that he was attacked. They said that he is fine, but he is grateful for everyone's thoughts and well wishes, except you, John. F you. That's <laughs> well, what he was quoted as saying. <laughs> <laughs> look, I didn't see y'all getting mad about the lady, lady ninja saved. She was the only one who stepped up. There's nobody on the internet talking about her, you know? Uh, Moranis, he has pain in his head, his back, and his right hip. According to the report, the suspect fled north on foot and has not been identified. Do you think maybe this was just a case of the knockout game? Remember, that was like all the rage a couple years yeah. back. I mean, it could be. or just I mean, crappy people do crappy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just the law of nature. And every once in a while, you just a crazy person or a bad person just punch you in the face. And I'm just going to be honest here. I mean, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Part 3 was a crappy movie. <laughs> but I wouldn't punch the dude in the head over it. I don't think anybody should be punching anybody. I want to go on the record for that. Right. But I just want to say the faux, what I consider the faux like outrage over Rick Moranis <laughs> getting hit was over the top. I mean, it was too much. It's more like, hey, Rick, I, I'm mad at people don't even be doing that. That's how I feel like, should be, you know, hey, hate that happened or whatever, but. You know what? I think that guy who punched Rick Moranis should come forward so you can shake his hand. <laughs> Apparently, you love the guy. No, <laughs> I said I don't. I'm not for anybody punching anybody. But I'm, what I'm not for is like people in Alabama getting all up in arms because Rick Moranis <laughs> got hit in the head up in New York. You know, like y'all don't know Rick. What are y'all so mad? It's like people. Like, all right, so Prince died, right? Everybody yeah. loves Prince. You know, Prince made great albums, everything. I was devastated when people, that Yeah, happened. I don't get those people, you know? Like, I love The Grateful Dead. I, <laughs> yeah. Everybody that listens to this podcast knows I love The Grateful Dead. I remember where I was when I heard on the radio that Jerry Garcia died. You know what I said? Oh, man, that sucks. And that's it. I went on with my life. Same thing for James Brown. I love James Brown. James Brown died on Christmas Eve. Somebody called my house to tell me James Brown died. That's how much I love James Brown. And I was like, oh, bummer. You know? Oh, well, let me get on back to Christmas Eve stuff. I got to put together a train set, you know? I hope every one of the members of the living members of the Grateful Dead get punched in the head next week. <laughs> They'd be fine with me if they do. I wish somebody punched John Mayer in the head, by the way. Make him play faster because he plays with the dead now. People don't know, you know? Yeah. So let's, let's, maybe they'll play their songs faster. They play them so slow now. I forgot that. Yeah. Now, I kind of really do wish somebody would hit him in the head. John Mayer, John Mayer is one of the few people who ever changed my mind about him because I yeah. used to think he was horrible. And then he just turned into a cool dude, started playing with the dead. I was like, well, I guess I'm on John Mayer's team now. So, yeah. But yeah, so if somebody goes around punching dead members or whatever, I'm just going to be like, yeah, well, you should be more aware. You know, I don't know. Maybe carry a pistol. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get upset about it, be posting online, unless I'm making jokes about it. What if this results in like an international incident? Like, <laughs> this is the thing that draws Canada. Trump into a war with Canada. Canada invades us there and try, try to burn our White House again, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I bring it on Canada. I ain't afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid of Canada. That's yeah. gonna say that. Canada does not strike fear of me. Let's just put a no. cherry on twenty on twenty twenty's top. <laughs> right. If somebody I don't know a famous Russian, you know, like who's a fight Nikita Koloff, you know, <laughs> or somebody? Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like the only famous <laughs> he's, Russian I know. He's Balky. You know? <laughs> if somebody punched Balky on the streets of New York, I'd be way more upset about <laughs> Russia wanting to start a war than Canada wanting to start a war. Right, so let's be honest here, okay? I feel like we could take Canada out. Just with the people in the southeast, you mm-hmm. know, like just put us up there on the border. We'll we'll take care of this problem. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get the military involved. All right. Sorry. I got a text earlier, too. It's from my wife. OK, well, here's my last story. And it's a little sensitive. You know, if you got a young child in the car, you may want to press pause and wait till you like. Give them some knockwill or something. You're telling down. me this is worse than Rick Moranis getting punched? No. <laughs> Depends on what side of the story you're on. All right. I don't feel sorry for any of these people either. Okay. That's what <laughs> go on record. Okay. Uh, so just be aware. I'm about to start it right now. Okay. A New Jersey hypnotist is facing sexual, sexual assault charges for allegedly subjecting clients to prostate exams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's a heck of an act, by the way, a stage show. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I can't, I'm trying to figure out, was he, like, he's a hypnotherapist, he's a hypnotherapist, right? I, I think so. Were people coming to him for prostate problems? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> was I he, was thinking maybe. Was he trying to hypnotize their butthole? Well, I was thinking maybe he's like a hypnotist, but he also wants to get into like some uh, ventriloquist type stuff, <laughs> and he's just practicing. You know, he's going to take this act to Las Vegas or something. Uh, Robert Bruckner was arrested this week on charges of a sexual assault, endangering the welfare of a child, and practicing medicine without a license. Prosecutors say the 55-year-old owns Major Mindset Hypnosis Counseling in Fairfield, New Jersey, and advertises services for both adults and children. Clients told police they visited his office for hypnotherapy sessions, during which Bruckner allegedly performed a prostate exam and or asked others to submit to an exam. That's polite of him. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Yeah. Uh, this is a real story, Shory. Prosecutors say it's unclear if the victims were under hypnosis at the time. Well, I'd be able to tell you, number one, <laughs> if I was or I was. You're going to have to put me under hypnosis, probably, right. you know, for that to happen. At least heavy sedation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm getting about the age where I have to go get it done. But it does, that's really all I wanted to know when I read this headline, is if he was making people like bark like a dog, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yes. <laughs> it's like. And when you wake up, you know, you, you may feel something on your backside. <laughs> when I press this button, I want you to cook like a chicken. <laughs> because this is a poor choice of word. It goes hand in hand with the story you told last week, right? About the, goes, was that in our... It goes hand in butt. Yeah, true. <laughs> was that in a Patreon where the guy was giving up? Yes, that was in the Patreon yeah, a right. couple weeks back. Yeah, well, you should join the Patreon. You have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> if you're one of those lowly plebs that aren't in the <laughs> Patreon. But yeah, I, I'm going to tell you what. I would only visit him once. <laughs> you know, like once it happened once, I'm never going back again. I don't believe in hypnosis, by the way. Hypnosis is a really, really tough nut to crack because it appears to be real. You think so? Well, I mean, it looks like it looks that way. I think they're all paid actors. Well, maybe that's that's possible because I was going to say that uh, it's one of those things that it appears to exist, but like it's something that science cannot confirm to exist. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, like, that makes like, perfect sense. Kind of like Bigfoot, you know. <laughs> right. I believe in big. I always had to get in a debate in that this weekend, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I just don't think hypnosis would work on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have heard, I ha- well, I've read in a book that allegedly you, there are certain people who are susceptible okay. to hypnosis and then some people who aren't. I'm declaring myself as one who's not. <laughs> and so there are people who say that you have to want to be or at least be willing to be hypnotized before uh, somebody can hypnotize you. You can't. I will uh, never. You know, <laughs> right. I've seen them like do it for smokers and all that. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I got hypnotized. I don't smoke anymore. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. got to that's gotta be crap. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because it's like a physical addiction. And I don't see how 
a doctor putting you. The power uh, of suggestion yeah. can. I just don't see. I don't know. I don't know though. Hmm. I'd like to see him try it with a meth head. See if he can go back and do meth. <laughs> if we got one that could do it for cigarettes, let's get him down to do county we, jail. Do we have any hypnotists in the audience? If we do, please get in touch oh, with us. Oh, absolutely. I yes. want you to try it on. You know? <laughs> I do, too. I want I will, you to try it on John. I'll submit to be videotaped and everything. And then I want you to try it on my wife. <laughs> okay, for the prostate exam. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, all right. There's something I want her to do when I say a secret word. <laughs> okay, <laughs> This is edging into the... To the area of, of creepiness, okay? Yeah. That's called assault, all right? This guy, you are getting in the same trouble as this guy is, all right? <laughs> Say it. Golly, y'all are really sensitive about washing the dishes. Golly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. You know what you don't have to be hypnotized for, Tiny? What's that? The enjoyment of world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended That's Spice. Right. It speaks for itself. It does. You'll be hypnotized by the flavors and aromas, but they don't have to put you under to enjoy it. For some reason, Brandon did make me do a prostate exam before he gave me my first can. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but it was worth it. I'll it say that much. It. Yeah. So anyways, we want to thank world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. Uh, on CajunCurl.com, you can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes if they have them in yet. They've been back ordered. The, we've had a run on them. The Earth Oddity Advertising has made a run on the Drain chip cutters. Drain their supply of chip That's cutters. Right. Anyways, it was created on the El Bayou in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. We had some uh, shrimp omelet waffles. I think I talked about that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, my That's boss right. made it for me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shane. He's he's become a, a listener, too, which is kind of alarming considering he's my <laughs> boss and signs my check. But they were great. They were great on eggs, great on shrimp, great on everything. The spiral potato cutter, when they get them in, you've already <laughs> probably got your orders in. It's absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next hypnotist event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your normal hypnotist isn't going to be able to top that. No, he won't. That's right. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Now, here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats over on 10th Avenue, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport, Alabama. All of their products are made in the USA. Hey, look, you don't get this kind of advertising <laughs> on that story show, right? I'm sure this is way better than anything they got. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com, check them out and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. All right. Now, how about we go to questions for John? Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. This is a new segment that we're trying out here on Earth Oddity, where we have Google. Most people listening sure. to this have Google. Right. Google knows a lot of things, but John Long knows more stuff I do. than Google. It's, it's sad, but I do. <laughs> like, I haven't leveraged all this knowledge into a billion-dollar industry yet. Yes. So, Hit me. Okay. John, first question comes from Nicole. How do I get my children to leave me alone? Okay. All right. This is a problem every parent has. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure the ages of Nicole's children, but uh, I would say Xanax, the number one. Okay. Does that work for children and teenagers alike? <laughs> well, I'm talking about for you, oh. right? Then you won't even care if they're bothering <laughs> okay, you. Okay. Right? I got you. I got okay? you. 
That's number one. But number two, one of my favorite things to do is to get them occupied doing something else. Okay. Like whether it's uh, you know, making me a project, like, hey, I want you to draw daddy a picture. Mm-hmm. That was always huge, you know. And mm-hmm. then bring it back to me. I'm like, oh, I wish it had a bird in it. And then they go back and draw a bird. <laughs> like, oh, I wish it had a monster truck in it. And they go back and draw a monster truck. You can keep them occupied for a long time. Nice. Then they give it to you, and you're like, wow, that's great. And as soon as they leave the room, you throw it away. <laughs> when they come back, they're like, well, I have a new picture. And they want to see their picture again. You're like, oh, daddy accidentally threw it away. I need you to draw me Could another you draw one. me another Yeah, one? right. <laughs> and then eventually, you'll have a picture you got to take and hang up somewhere. But you can keep an afternoon. You can keep them busy for an afternoon with that little routine. That is, you're not going to get that from Google. No, not at all. <laughs> you're not even going to get that yeah. from Dr. Phil. And then there's always been a drill. Right? right. Give the kids a Benadryl. <laughs> Let them take a nap. So, for a while. drugs, yeah. give them chores, more drugs. Yeah. That's there your you three steps. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that works, by the way. Okay. Uh, Beulah would like to know can I borrow $5? No. Okay. Jacqueline asks, what is the second oldest profession? Okay. Now, we all know what the first oldest profession is, right? It's right. stripping. Well, it's along those lines. <laughs> because I think you got to strip to get it done. I would imagine there's a cave woman. She probably convinced a guy to give her stuff for just looking at her. Yeah. I don't know. Before her competition <laughs> had to offer a little more. <laughs> yeah. You might be right. <laughs> Second oldest profession, I would say, would probably be preacher. I mean, this is questions for John, but I would assume that the second oldest was prostitution. <laughs> well, I've considered that in with the first one. Okay, uh, I got you. Yeah. Dio Rocks asks, what's the difference between an orc or a goblin? Okay, an, uh, a goblin is green and an orc is big. Okay. There we go. <laughs> one's green, one's big. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. I feel like I'm 100% right with that one. You're 100 You're always right. Yeah. Okay. You know everything. Right. Okay. I guess we're going to do one more. Stan asks, would you be part of the Rebel Alliance or the Galactic An- Empire? Please explain your answer. All right. So this is Star Trek, right? <laughs> I would be on the side with the dude with the pointy ears. Okay. okay? Uh, because, explain your answer. Because he seems like a really smart dude. You know, and I feel like he could get you out of some jams. And he's got that thing what he does with his fingers on your shoulder and knocks people out. Gotcha. And every once in a while, I just be like, look, what's his name? Spork, Dr. Spork. I need a nap and just let him put me down. You know, like you can't buy that. Right. And that's that's amazing. Right. So I'm whatever side Dr. Spork's on I'm, is the side I'm going to be on for unlimited naps on command. <laughs> right. Uh, this has been Questions with John. Yeah. So join the Discord and submit <laughs> yes. some more. If you would like to submit your own questions to John that he will answer 100% correctly, <laughs> yes. then just right. join our Discord, link in the show notes, yep. and you go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. That's right. <clears throat> Available to everybody. Well, man. <laughs> you can't beat unlimited naps on command. I think that went really well. I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> We've also got some uh, voicemails. You want to go to the voicemail machine? Sure. All right, let's do that. Uh, Our first message, well, our first and only message this week comes from Chris again. Hey, fellas, this is uh, Chris Williamson again. I just want to call and apologize for the last time I called. I I felt like it came across as a a real bummer. I just wanted to make sure, since I'm actually a a real hip and fun-loving dude, that I I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that. And so from now on, when I'm saying something facetious or, or somewhat in jest or whatever, I, I think I'm, I'm going to throw in like a pithy catchphrase at the end, like, hi or um, maybe something like, get it in yeah. But um, anyway, I just wanted to apologize for uh, kind of bringing everybody down and, um, you know, making it seem like everything was real serious. And so I really enjoy you guys' show, y- y'all show, and um, I think you're doing a great job. Chris, you owe us no apologies, okay? Everybody listening to this knows you are a super witty guy. (laughs) That might be my favorite call we've ever had. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Chris is a super funny dude. He, I is. Mean, he really is. He is legit. He makes me laugh. Yeah, I could say that about him, but not a lot of people on the internet make me laugh, uh-huh. but he makes me laugh on a regular basis. So I appreciate that about him. Yeah, him joining the Discord was one of the oh, best yeah. things that's ever happened <laughs> to our Discord he server. Is, he is taking off in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, y'all had some really deep discussions this week, and I was just <laughs> like, I would open up the thing and look at it. I was like, nope, not getting into that. Like, I don't have time to talk about any of that. Yeah. Uh, we got any reviews this week? We do have a review. This is a, a five-star review. As nice. All of our reviews are, except one, I think, right? Two. Two. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was one. Hog Monster. Or no, what was his name? The dude. <laughs> They got mad at us because we didn't like pineapple on pizza. It was BGB yeah. uh, 21 or something. Right. But then he had in parentheses, Big Buck Down. Yeah, that's right. Which, but there's no down. G in Big Buck Down. So <laughs> I have no idea who that was, but he doesn't know how to abbreviate that. Yeah, they probably don't listen anymore. But if you do, man, go back and change it. You, you're killing it. And, <laughs> and then, then there, there was, was some girl, right? And then there, well, there was coffee time. Yeah. Coffee time, uh, the the name of the review, the title of the review was terrible. Yeah. And it was one star. And the review said, not great. <laughs> to which I responded, well, now is it terrible or is it not great? Because well, I feel like there's a huge chasm yeah. like between great, those two extremes. Not great is at least a three star. Yes. You know? But anyways. <laughs> I can, you know what? I can have sex and it can be not great, mm-hmm. but it's never terrible. Okay. <laughs> well, at least for you, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. This is uh, from King Drew FASA. King Drew Fossa. Okay, there <laughs> okay, we go. There we go. I had to spell it out before <laughs> I could read it. King Drew Fossa. Great name. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. Ooh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> shivers down my spine. It says, my first time. Five stars. Okay. I heard about this podcast from that story show. So your advertising did work. Good to know. Three nice. reviews we've got from that story show. And people have been with us from day one, haven't even left us a review yet. <laughs> I listened to one current podcast, then made the decision to go back and start from earlier recordings, but not from the beginning because you told us to start around the 40th episode or so. Yeah, that was Nate that, that was said that. Nate, Nate, suggestion. Nate is not a huge fan. Right. Of early episodes, and he's not a huge fan of our latest ones either. <laughs> he just true. likes fifty to six. He's only that—that's his wheelhouse. He listens yeah. to it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> the southern charm of John and Tiny are only outmatched by their southern wit. I listen to Earth Oddity podcast while driving a garbage truck for work. When I listen, I'm transported to a rocking chair on a southern front porch, sipping sweet tea with a shotgun laid at my side nice. in case a critter decides to show up. An Alabama football game plays on a TV in the background while I listen to odd stories told by these humorous Southern Baptists who I sometimes forget are Baptists at all. Uh, That's the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. (laughs) I nod my head in either agreement with John's opinions or amazement at yet another odd story, odd news story. At the end of the day, I shake hands with the both of you, then come back to reality and clock out. I'm currently on episode 66, and I look forward to being caught up with you in a few weeks. Thanks. P.S. This is the first review I've ever left. Ever? Yeah. For any podcast? For any podcast. Wow. I got to say, that's impressive. That's amazing. Thank you, King Drew Fossa. Drew Fossa, applause right here. Yeah. You deserve it. Give yeah. it a best review ever. One of the, yeah. Well, uh, that's one of my top reviews. The other one was my buddy John Myrick, who <laughs> yeah. pretended to be a Trump supporter in <laughs> yeah. his review. That was really good. Man, I want to like cut that out and paste that up on our website somewhere yeah. if we had a website. I'm going to print this out and paste it on my headboard so I can look at it when I make love to my wife. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Typical Baptist behavior. First of all, let me change that. I'm going to tattoo it on my chest so my wife has to read it while I make love with her. <laughs> yeah. And he's not even going to take like t- the John and Tiny. He's no, going to leave Tiny I'm going to leave it all in there. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, John, I don't know about you, but I am so thankful for the patrons of this show. I am. I love them. I love them. And I want to specifically mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, The Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jacqueline B., 
Mr. J.D. Westfall and Mike W. McWheel. <laughs> yeah, that guy. McWheel. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. <laughs> so, so much for donating to the show. It allows us to continue to try and expand. Yes. We've run some ads. Yeah, that are working. That apparently. are apparently working. Yeah. We you got to think we've got a few more listeners that just hadn't left reviews. Oh, yeah. From downloads there. are up. Okay. Now, they're not, you know, we're not Joe Rogan. No. But they are definitely up. Okay. We are also... Uh, Until I run them all off by talking about how I don't care about Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes. Man, I'm... They're shoot. all Canadians, and now they're going to get super mad. <laughs> Once again, I've, I've said this before, I've brought down many a great organization, so yeah. this will be another one. We're also dabbling in a little bit of web animation. Yeah, we so. got a cartoon code. If you were in the Discord, you could have seen a preview of it. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. It looks like something I told my kid to do to entertain them. <laughs> well, I guess that'll about do. You got anything else? No, not really. I, I don't want our regular listeners to think we don't love you because you don't pay us money. Yes. Right? We love you, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I love anybody who will put up with me. And... Uh, all we want you to do, if you don't want to join the Patreon, which is completely understandable, you like can I've still said, help us. Yeah. We still have a job for you. Yeah, we still got something for you to do. The <laughs> Earth Oddity <laughs> Army to go out there, mobilize, and spread our podcast to other people. Yes, I want it to like be like an infectious disease that's been real <laughs> hot this year. Yes, uh, and just spread. You know, just tell people about us and. Some of them will like us. Some of them will hate us. And I completely get both sides of that because <laughs> right. I listen to the podcast, too. I know that, you know, but you guys are very important to us. Uh, Everybody that listens to this show, I love and I wish only good things for you to happen mm-hmm. in your life. If you do want to get on that Patreon train, you can go to patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. We've got several tiers, but if you donate at the $5 or above tier, mm-hmm. you get every single week an extended show. And then once a month, which is, we got one coming up. That's right. You get an all-exclusive patrons-only episode. Yeah. And the patron episodes are, quite frankly, a cut above everything (laughs) else. It's completely different than the rest of the show. Yes. Yeah. You get to know the real John and Donnie. (laughs) You can, I mean, if you think I've said some embarrassing stuff (laughs) about myself on the regular show, wait till you join the Patreon. A little more free because I don't think my mom's a member and I'm afraid she might hear some of the stuff. So (laughs) don't join mom. Okay. (laughs) This is for... If you want to no give us parents allowed. <laughs> if you want to give us five dollars a month, you can just write us a check yeah, right. and not get your the bonus no, content. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if mom joins, we'll just have to shut the whole Patreon down. <laughs> or maybe we start a, a new Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> that she don't know about. <laughs> a secret Patreon. A secret Patreon. <laughs> She's like, my Patreon won't upload on my phone. There's never anything new in it. I'm like, well, it's weird, Mom. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, you want to tease what's coming up in the extended portion of the show? I've got a story about a preacher who okay. has left the claw, both literally and figuratively. I've got a story about Florida man. No, I've got a story about Florida teen. Okay. Louisiana man. <laughs> Louisiana man. <laughs> so, That's a country song, right? <laughs> if Mississippi not, woman, yeah. Louisiana man. Something. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that it? Somebody anyway. knows who's listening to this or like kicking their dashboard right now because I can't remember it. <laughs> Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are very active on Twitter. You can get us at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We have some banging show art we do that goes up every single week you can look at that at underscore earth oddity on instagram that's right the guy who posts the instagram is a hero but the best way to get in touch with us is actually probably our discord but the second best way to get in touch with us is our phone number what's that handy dandy phone number it is 662-493-2059-662-493-2059 493-2059. Call in. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the air. It is the best way to get on the show. Yeah, right. You can have your voice heard by <laughs> yes. literally tens of people. You know? Dozens. <laughs> yeah, dozens even <laughs> on a good day. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.